0: If you can work with me in dealing with two passages to address this morning. Looking in the New Testament, Hebrews 11 chapter, verse 31. And then in the Old Testament, Joshua uh, 2nd chapter, looking at verses 1 to 15. Now as you are turning to Hebrews 11 chapter, verse 31. Introducing for this month of May, dealing with women of faith. And looking in the women of faith, we're going to first deal with Rahab. And looking at how she is instituted as a woman of faith, we first look in the New Testament book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 31. In the Hebrews 11th chapter, you may be familiar some quote it as the halls of faith, as it lists so many of the patriarchs and matriarchs of faith who helped establish and who God used in fulfilling his promise uh, to his people. And in this list is uh, a great tale of great people and characters of the Bible who you can study and learn so much from. And so from that, we're going to pick up Rahab. The word of God says in Hebrews 11 chapter verse 31 reading from the New Living Translation says it was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies I want to read that again It was by faith that Rahab, the prostitute, was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God. For she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Tell your neighbors it was by faith. Tell your other neighbor it was by faith. Looking at here right now, we see here it was by faith that Rahab was not destroyed with the others. And I want to accent how they describe her. They say Rahab the prostitute. But yet they mention her about her faith that she was not destroyed. For what reason? For she welcomed the spy. It literally says that she was peaceful towards the spies, that she was friendly towards the spies. In other words, she welcomed their enemy. But yet they were not her enemy because she believed something. What did she believe? I'm glad you asked that question. Let's turn to Joshua, uh, the second chapter. Uh, For the writer of Hebrews is writing to Hebrews, and so they're familiar with their historical account. They're familiar with how God fulfilled his promise to his people. And an interesting thing about this, again, Rahab the prostitute, and, and many times some people might have been already counted out because of their notoriety, because of being infamously known. They, they're they not known for the right reasons, but known for all the wrong reasons. They. They're not known for what they have done right. They're known for what they have done wrong. And and so Rahab is well known in her community and her society because how she lives, but also in a community and society that this was acceptable. This was acceptable behavior. And, And so it's kind of strange that this prostitute in a pagan land welcomes the enemy welcomes the ones who are coming to destroy her people. This is something very challenging here. I want you to really grab this. This is like somebody coming to the city of purity to take over the city, and you welcome them in. That's what's happening here. But let's look in Joshua, the second chapter. I'm going to read verses 8 to 15. The word of God says, Before the spies went to sleep that night, Rahab went up, On the roof to talk with them. I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We are all afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror. For we have heard how the Lord made a dry path for you through the Red Sea when you left Egypt. And and we know what you did to Shihon and Og, the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan River, whose people you completely destroyed. No wonder our hearts have melted in fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such things. For the Lord, your God, is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. Now swear to me by the Lord that you will be kind to me and my family since I have helped you. Give me some guarantee that when Jericho is conquered, you will let me live along with my father and mother, my brothers, and sisters, and all their families. We offer our own lives as a guarantee for your safety, the men agreed. If you don't betray us, we will keep our promise and be kind to you when the Lord gives us the land. Then, since Rahab's house was built in the town wall, she let them down by the rope through the window. Let's look at at this story of Rahab's faith. Rahab was persevering in her faith. She had to persevere because look, as and foremost, that she was turning her back on her people. Has anybody here ever had to turn your back on someone you had a close relationship with? Has anybody ever had to tell someone who you had a good relationship with, someone you cared about, and you had to tell them No. Uh, Rahab is is looking how she's changing her lifestyle, that she's going saying, I'm accepting this lifestyle to I'm willing to accept another lifestyle. And she's going all by hearsay. Do you see it in the story? I heard, for we have heard what your God has done to the other kings, how you utterly destroyed them, how you walked on dry land. You see how the word is spreading? And, and, and this is a fulfillment of how God told Moses and Joshua how the other lands would tremble and fear because of what I am doing. And, and what I want you to grab here, that the book of Joshua is, it is full of great narratives and stories, but it's really a historical account of showing how God moved them into the promised land. And in the process of God moving them In the promised land, you see God using peculiar people. Rahab the prostitute. Uh, Nobody would like to be known in a Christian community by being called Rahab the prostitute. Uh, That's not a a complimentary title. But yet, her past actions do not tell her present or for her future in this process that when we walk by faith we have to walk by faith persevere in faith believing that a change is going to come hope is expectancy hope is is, is in Hebrews 11 chapter says hope is believing in what you do not see and thus is basically saying having confidence having proof of what is not there you believe is there And you're expecting it to come to reality. You're basically saying, I don't see this bridge, but I'm going to go ahead and walk off this cliff expecting something to catch me. That's the faith that she had, that she has not seen this guy, nor has she seen him walk on dry land, but she heard uh, that this has happened and she says that I believe, look at this confession of a woman that has polytheism, meaning she has many gods, many gods who confess, many gods that she would believe in, in this community, that she says that your God is the supreme God. Literally in the Hebrew, she is speaking their language. He's saying, Yahweh, Jehovah, is Jehovah. He is Lord. And and then look at the verbiage he uses. It's familiar to how God establishes his commandment to them that you should not make any graven images of me because I am God of heaven and the earth below. How in the world uh, did this pagan women, uh, woman able to confess uh, that God is supreme of heaven and of the earth below? How is it possible that this woman of a a way upsetting, disturbing background was able to be mentioned in the halls of faith and let them know, the spies know, that I believe in the God above heaven and the earth below. Is it puzzling sometimes that how many times we might discount people, we might push them out, we might give up on them, we might talk about a woman because she might have a way with We might talk about them because we see them mentioned in the newspaper or gossip spreads around about how bad they're living. But it's amazing how God can use this woman that has a a bad reputation and use her as an instrument of conquering Jericho. What this is trying to say here is that your past does not have to stay your past. Uh, It don't have to become your past. And what I'm saying here is that you can change your past because the the past Sam is not the same now. You understand what I'm saying here? Because my when I changed who I was, uh, I created a new past. Because y'all can now talk about Sam, how he teaches Sunday school. But back in the day, my mom could talk about saying how you would not pay attention in school. You understand me here? I was able to change because I realized I'm no longer going to live in this flesh or world, live to satisfy the flesh, but live confessing God. In this process, Rahab, the prostitute, except the spies. And looking at the story, were not the spies in her house? Did she not hide them in the roof? Does she not say, hey, uh, I know you're about to take over my land. Uh, she just committed treason. And no, did she not just only commit treason, somebody else was paying attention and saw all these spies come in. Uh, obviously, everybody knew that they were from her place. Uh, everybody realized that they, they come in to destroy us uh, because it says that they came in and she was telling them how they escaped just before the gates closed. Why were the gates closed? Because they know they're under attack. Because they hear that the Israelites are coming. And they know they have this great fortified city, and they close their gates to make it harder for them to come in. And, 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 and in this process here, that people realize that they're under attack, they're being watchful of who's coming in and who's coming out. Wouldn't you do the same if you've been broken in before or somebody's threatening to break into your house? Would you not be keeping watch? Making sure nobody tried to sneak in through the back door, through the side door, through the window. Just in case you see something suspicious, you won't give a phone call anyway just to make sure that everything's all right. And so somebody paid attention to this. And and the king sent to tell her to send the spies out, and she lied. There's no way around it. She lied. I, I know you can say, well, during wartime it's okay to lie, but she lied. I, I, I know that if somebody say, well, she was, she was working to protect them, but she lied. And I, I'm highlighting that because when you look at what the Hebrew author says, he does not say she was faithful because she lied. It says she was faithful because she received the spies and protected them. I want to highlight that because the Bible has a lot of people with some shady, shady things they do. But they don't highlight the shadiness. They point out their faithfulness. What we can grab from it, just like Rahab, there, there might be some women in our community that have, people have got some shady things with, but that's not stop how God can move in their lives. We make it easy in our community by how we will negatively talk about a woman because of, of what we can see because they oftentimes are left being the great mothers taking care of their kids. And the father can get away who, who spawned these kids not being present. we don't talk about them because we can't see their evidence. But yet in the process of Rahab's evidence, we see here, even though she has a, a bad reputation, it does not stop from God doing some awesome things. God's promise is made active in faith. And we've seen this process of Rahab's realizing that the promise that God has is who he's going to conquer Jericho. And, and, and so much that he's going to utterly destroy this city like he destroyed all the other cities. And when God utterly destroys cities, there's no one is supposed to live. And she realized that no one is supposed to live. And she says, look here, not just me, but swear to me that my mama, my daddy, Junebug in them, little Nicky, and his girlfriend he hang out with. Didn't I say all the brothers and their family? She was making sure, look here, all my cousins, everybody I can, I know that's mine. Let them come in and save them. Look at this, how this woman who has a bad reputation in in the eyes of the Hebrews and the Jews, but yet you can see her changing in her behavior. You see, sometimes we may not see the change in people because we only see what's on the outside. We may not see change in people because we are limited to what we can see, but inside she is slowly changing to confessing and believing in this one God. We can see her slowly changing and saying, you know what, I want to protect my brothers and my sisters, but yet we can all see the humanness in her because she lies. And so what I'm trying to point out here that it's not okay to lie. Yes, she helped them out, but it's not okay to lie. There's no right in this because Jesus, who knew no sin, died for us. So it's so in the process, he's challenged us and encouraged us to live without sin. But yet her faith was that I believe in God. How many of us confess God, but yet we messed up still? How much he say, I love the Lord, but still we done did some things we know we should not have done? Uh, how many of known you know that we're we faithful in this word and love him, but yet there's some issues in our lives that we haven't conquered quite yet? Uh, we can't look down on Rahab and say, this poor prostitute looking at her living in a lying ways, but we can see how she changed in her behavior. And then look in the faithfulness in this communication. The man says, we're well, like, We will, by the, she says, swear to me by your God. She realized here, now I'm not trusting you, but I'm trusting you before your God. Y'all catch that there? She wasn't going by their word, but she's going by what they will say before their God. But the flip side of it is that God has already told the Israelites to let your yea be yea. And so therefore they already knew that their word was their bond. So they responded back to her and said, look here, we, we, we will be not, we be innocent if you break what you told us. <laughs> Cause if you broke what you told us, everybody gonna die. And their blood be on their heads. But if you are faithful, to what you're saying, then we will be faithful in what we do because it goes on in, in Joshua, the sixth chapter, how when they when they God did that fantastic, faithful thing, when they marched around seven times and they shouted trumpet, the walls came tumbling down. It said that Rahab in their household was escorted out. But then it says how they were assembled into the family. Because when they took out, they came out as prisoners. They were, came out to be enslaved, to be servants. But yet, by the grace of God, they were engrafted in the family. You see how her perseverance, that she risked uh, being killed for the spies. If they searched her place, oh, and they found her off with trees, and she's going to die. If they found them hiding on her rooftop, oh, she's going to die. If her family slipped up and told somebody else, oh, they're going to die. Do you see the trust that's involved in here? Because it wasn't just for her to be quiet, but her family to be quiet. You see how much faith she had? She trusted in her family. She trusted in a God that she she heard about and believed in him. And she trusted in these spies. She trusted in her family. Oh, that's a woman of faith. You see, too many times we want to knock somebody down because we know the dirt on them. But yet, if they only knew the dirt on you. It's so easy to point the finger at somebody else because you want to deflect. But if they say, let's talk about you for a minute, you're quick to change the subject. Or you're on the phone, you're quick to get off. But when we get real... And saying, Lord, me me too, I'm a sinner, standing in the need of prayer. Forgive me, Lord, for all my sins and my transgressions. I I know I'm not perfect, but, Lord, I believe that you're more than able." And Rahab right here, she realized that there's a God that she heard about that made the Israelites walk on dry land. Y'all saw that in the text there, right? Uh, she knew about how they crossed the Red Sea. She heard how he de- utterly destroyed all those other kings. She said, I know you're on your way here. Uh, I heard about the promise, how y'all on a on a war campaign, and how your God, she, she realized it wasn't them that did the fight. Did y'all hear that there? Yeah, yeah. She realized that God was just using you to get his will done. Some of us sometimes get in the way of God because we think we're doing something. But God is just trying to use you to get his will done. But I guarantee you this, that you want to act broken, he'll let you stay broken. He'll go find a vessel that can hold what he's trying to pour in. Am I talking to somebody here? If you are thirsty and, and, and have you ever been so excited that you dropped a glass trying to get something to drink, did you not go get another one? That you was able to pour what you wanted in. I'm telling you the same thing, that if you want to act like you can't be you, that's all right. God can go find another vessel and pour in what he wants to pour in. All I'm trying to tell you here is that don't let your past stop you from moving forward in the promise of God. God is greater than your past, bigger than your future. Why? Because he knows what's going to happen. There's nothing bigger than him because everything he created. So therefore it has to be under his control. And in her faith, in her faith, she's remembered. How is she remembered? Matthew, first chapter, fifth verse. If you're familiar with that chapter, that's the lineage, the genealogy of Jesus. It says that she is the mother somewhere in the family. How is this so? It says that she's the mother of Boaz, <laughs> Boaz, the father. Of Obed, whose mother is Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse, whose son is David. Am I talking to somebody here? Uh, David, you know David, that great king uh, of Israel. David, you know the one God promised that you forever. Be on the throne. David, you know, the one that said to my Lord, you be exalted. David, that one, you know I'm talking about the one that God planted the seed for the Messiah to come through. Wait a minute. Time out. Are you trying to tell me that Jesus came from a prostitute? Well, Jacob means tricky one. Does not, didn't he not deceive his father? But yet he was still blessed. Jacob did he not wrestle with an angel? Again, the one who grasped at the heel, <laughs> grasped at the angels. So I won't let go <laughs> till you bless me. <laughs> then his name went from being a tricky one to being Israel. But all I'm trying to point out to you that it does not matter <laughs> your past. Because Jesus died for all our sins. Tell somebody all our sins. I I I, I know we, sometimes we make one sin bigger than the other, but I'm telling you, He died for all our sins. And if he can die for Rahab, he can die for you. You understand what I'm saying here? Rahab no longer is remembered as the prostitute, but she said here in the Gianzi, the mother of. Did you see that there in the text? Go ahead, open up your Bible. Look at Matthew, first chapter 5. It did not say Rahab the prostitute. It said Rahab the mother. You understand how God can change who you are when you hand your life over to Him, it'll change how people respond back to you. It'll change how they call on your name no longer they're going to talk about what you used to do but they're going to talk about how God used you no longer they're going to talk about how bad you was but they're going to talk about how God used you to proclaim a beautiful future am I talking to somebody here no longer walk around with your head bowed down oh woe is me but say in my hand I put my hand in God's hand trusting him the God of heaven and the earth below the God that can make me walk on dry land the God that can make me walk on water. The God that can help me make one mountain move and go into the sea. The same God that died on Calvary. They bury him in the tomb. And three days later, he rose from the grave. With all power in his hand. And that's not the end. He ascended uh, into the heavenlies. And now seated at the right hand of the Father. Look at that. Look at my Jesus. Uh, he defeated death. Uh, look at my Jesus. He defeated sin. Uh, look at my Jesus. How he bled and died to redeem a sinner like me. Just like Rahab. Uh, Rahab was living in sin. Uh, but she confessed uh, to a God. Not fully knowing and Understanding, but she believed what she heard and was brought into the fellowship, was able to be discipled, was able to be brought in. And look what happens now. Through her lineage came baby G. Yeah. Too many times we look at people so down because we know what they have done. But the problem is that you don't see the future. You don't know what they're going to do. I'm glad that that God does not judge me by just what I have done, uh, but he judges me by the potential I have. Uh, I'm so glad God does not limit me because of my past, but by his grace, uh, he gives me another opportunity to do something greater in his eyesight. Did you not see Rahab go from being known as a prostitute, from being blessed uh, to be remembered in the halls of faith, to be talked about in James by how her works uh, justify her by mention in the genealogy? of Jesus persevere if tell somebody persevere in your faith no matter how hard it gets no matter how bad they talk about you just persevere in your faith you can just think about Rahab oh she had a bad title on her name but look what God did come on I know that's some shouting news right there She's remembered of establishing the lineage of David. She's remembered for for being a tool of God, of helping them to conquer Jericho. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that nobody can limit me. Because our God can do all things. And when I trust in him, I know Tell somebody God can, God can work it out. Tell somebody God can work it out. Hey, I don't know what you're going through, but I do know this: God can work it out. Some of y'all might, just like me, might be going home, be worrying about how I'm going to pay my next bill. But all I know that God is going to work it out. I'm driving on a half a tank just to see how far I can get because I'm trying to save some money. But God is going to work it out. I got some broken down gutters on my house. Well, I'm going to pay it off. But God is going to work it out. Brad, they thank all oh, my family is going to Paris. But she believed that God is going to work it out. And you know how? The story ends for Rahab. By her faith, by persevering, by pushing through, she saw the promise of God. Joshua, by his perseverance of faith, saw the promise of God. Because the flip side is that Joshua and Caleb were part of some of those people that didn't persevere. And they did not see the promised land. But yet, when we say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe by faith and not by sight. Rahab did not see them walk on dry land, but she heard about it. Rahab didn't see them utterly destroy those other kings, but she heard about it. And what she heard, she made her confess that your God, is supreme. All I'm trying to tell somebody today, that Jesus is supreme. You may not have seen him die on Calvary, but he did die. You may not have seen him rise from the grave, but he did rise. You may not see him seated at the right hand of the Father, but he's sitting there right now. And I want you to understand that every knee will bow. Because it says in Revelation that how they bow before the throne, Holy, 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 is the Lamb of God. Will you confess them right now? I know, I know, I know it's hard in the world that we live in, it, but persevere. I don't know what you have done and what you are passing, but God knows, but he loves you still the same. I don't know what struggles you're going to see tomorrow, but God is still all powerful and awesome. He's the same God today. He'll be tomorrow as he was yesterday. But just go ahead and just confess. Say, Lord, I believe. That you died on the cross for my sins. And see how you can wait on his promise. Because Rahab had to wait for them to come back. She had to wait for them to come back. That's going on, somebody said. She had to wait for them to come back. But she believed while she waited. And Jesus is coming back. You got to wait for him to come back. You got to believe before he comes back. But it's coming back. And when he comes back, he's going to claim what's his. He's going to usher out what he, yes, he's going to destroy this world, but all that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Where are you right now in your life? Call out on the name of the Lord. Turn your life over to him. Change from whatever ways you have. No longer Rahab's remembered as the prostitute, but now she's remembered of being the lineage of David. You can change how people talk about you because you changed in the hands of God. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Oh, bless your name in this place, almighty God. Lord, we thank you that you changed us through the blood of Jesus. Lord, if there's someone here who has not confessed and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that you have risen him from the grave, Father, I pray that they confess right now and believe in their heart. That Jesus is Lord and is seated at the right hand of you, Almighty God. Father, there's someone here, Lord, who's looking for a church to fellowship with, Lord, who does not have a church that they can call home. Father, I pray today that they find this place to be their home. And, and Lord, then I also pray, God, if someone still searching, God, that you can help us to usher them into a place of fellowship where they can be discipled and, and we can disciple together and grow together, Lord, to be also men and women of faith, Almighty God. Lord, I lift up the, the mothers, Almighty God, some of the single mothers in this place, Almighty God, who are who are struggling, Lord, just to continue to wash over their house. So, Lord, I thank you for the evidence you showed us in Rahab, God, how you can protect a household, Almighty God. And in spite of how others may come against us, in spite of how things may look bleak, Lord, you're more than able to protect them, Almighty Father. So I thank you for that right now, Almighty God. Lord, so lift up whether they be widows, God, or divorced, Almighty Father. Lord, we just lift them up in your hands, Almighty God. Your grace is more, Hallelujah then enough so Father Lord we surrender right now to you God no matter what we've done no matter what we've gone through Lord we know that you're able so Father Lord I pray Lord if someone here today confess Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior they do that today God I pray right now someone looking for a church home they find that today Lord we ask you to have your way show us your will and we will be obedient let the sure say man?